0: It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Do you need to work on your EQ? Part one. We hear a lot these days about emotional intelligence or EQ. Books on leadership discuss it. Personality assessments address it. And employers will look for it when evaluating potential new hires or promotions. Emotional intelligence is the difference that can make the difference between success and failure. A lack of EQ or emotional intelligence is what limits people in their ability to manage themselves, manage others, or manage situations. On the flip side, I've seen people with strong emotional intelligence skills rise above difficult and uh, uh, challenges and move forward more confidently and with resilience, which are important drivers of success. Yet, in my 25 years as an executive coach and management consultant, I rarely had someone raise his or her hand and declare that they need to work on their emotional intelligence. It seems to be others, the boss, the recalcitrant colleague the folks in production who are causing the vexing problems that is taking up their time and energy. Perhaps it's you who is causing the problem. Here are some of the telltale signs, which can you identify with and be honest. For example, you find others are to blame for most of the issues on your team and you feel so frustrated with your team members. Second, you often feel like others don't get the point and it makes you impatient and frustrated. And third, this is the one I really like and I've worked with people on this. You're surprised when others are sensitive to your comments or jokes and you think they're overreacting. So what do you do if you recognize yourself in this list? Here is the first of three strategies that I recommend, and the other two will be in the next Marsh's Musing. The top one is know thyself and get feedback. You can't work on a problem you don't understand. A critical component of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. So, to develop your self-awareness, here's what. I recommend to, to my clients, first, you can engage in a emotional intelligence uh, assessment that just looks at you on the, uh, the key factors of emotional intelligence and get your score and see how you um, compare to others. Another way is to engage in a 360 EQ assessment. And many of you have had uh, a 360 done by, uh, by your colleagues and by your boss, but this would be looking specifically at your, the factors for emotional intelligence. Or simply, you could ask a few key significant people what they observe. What are your strong points? What are the areas that get you in trouble? What are the areas that annoy people? of what you say or what you do? What are the areas that if you did something else you can be more successful? This step of getting to know thyself and get feedback is critical in in heightening your senses of what you do or you don't do well. In other words, what are your strengths and what are your areas for improvement? So this is a smart move tip It's a natural reaction to find excuses or to justify our actions. That defeats the purpose. Rather, listen to the feedback. Try to understand it and own it. When Will, a recent client of mine who was promoted into a high-level position and was not meeting his financial goals, initially heard what others thought of him, and what happened is he quickly became defensive. But when he accepted the feedback, he moved to own it and became determined to change the way he worked with his team. And he did it. And he is making making his goals. So, listeners, do you want to boost your emotional intelligence and be a more effective leader? Get my article, The Seven Habits of Highly Emotional Intelligent People. You can get that by contacting me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at SmartMovesCoach.com That's dot hcom or call me at 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability.